Hey, welcome back to Chris Chris Comments. Been a small while since I've uh, been here, uh, but I'm back. <laughs> and today we're talking about um, whitewashed corruption and whether or not it's a, uh, a complicated mess that we can tackle for real. Basically, what we got is uh, something like that happened way back when. Um, when uh, lawmakers uh, allowed lawmakers were allowed to have uh, stock options, okay, and recently during the uh, impact of COVID nineteen, both uh, Democrats and Republicans alike um, had sold off large amounts of their stocks, and uh, after receiving briefings, after receiving, uh, after getting the heads up the high impact of COVID-19. Now, not only did they sold their stocks and the, and um, watch the market tank just in time, they wound up doing it while profiting big time. And um, that is uh, the form of corruption that a lot of people are talking about. That many of us technically we know We've always been aware of this kind of um, corruption and this kind of tactics that people that own stocks, what they do. Um, but here's the thing. It's not entirely illegal. And again, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have made this possible. Uh, and it's an ugly truth that many of us have known for quite a while. Certain things that we that that we've gone through throughout the years is proof of this. Like Enron, now Enron was this giant corporation that wound up running to the ground. Stocks were sold just before they went rock bottom, but a lot of lives were ruined and destroyed just simply because you know without that income, you know a lot of employees you know were wound up back on the unemployment line. You know, losing their houses, losing their vehicles, losing all this stuff. And, you know, again, lives were just basically destroyed. And because we've got... Because we've got laws to keep companies from doing that again, at least until the red tape is cut again, uh, by whatever next uh, lawmakers, uh, you know, put it into effect... You know, we're, uh, until that time, well, we're not going to see a big giant company crash like that again. But then you've got stuff like this that took place. COVID-19 comes around. It's a virus that passes in the air, travels in the air, kills a bunch of people. And because it requires a lot of safety changes, changes for safety, companies feel the need to fire, release, and let go of all of their employees, or at least the majority, and it's like Enron all over again, where people are losing um, their houses, their vehicles, you know, two very important things that we need in this world, and, you know, and lives are destroyed this way. Um, so now, we've got people, you know, like 
you know, Elizabeth Warren, who's taken the step up and trying to keep make it illegal for lawmakers and congressmen from um, running the stocks, running the stock market because of stuff like this. You know, we've got a, a whole crap load of people that have just been, you know, horribly turned for the worse. But this is called cleaning, you know, whitewashing the corruption, making it legal for um, for political leaders to do this. And that's just a little messed up. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain different uh, perceptions of this that have taken place, even the ones that are under um, regulation. Denmark, for one, it's labeled the cleanest country, um, while someplace like the South Sudan, uh, you know, is labeled one of the most corrupt ones. And whitewashing whitewashing uh the corruption is is pretty a pretty bad way to go because of the simple fact that it's you know it's part of the the it's part of like I'll give you an example like Dask Bank from Denmark one of the the most cleanest supposed cleanest countries um that's whitewashed their corruption it that country their Danks Bank has is known for being one of the most largest money laundering scandalous banks out of the entire world. Okay, this is uh, this is what we're talking about, and now USA is going to be falling in the very same lines uh, by way of this whitewashing corruption. Now, usually we think of the, this kind of stuff being done with. Um, organized crime units or organized crime uh, uh, groups whether it be familia or or some organization okay whitewashing and money laundering which on a technical level it you know that does happen but the crazy thing about this is that it's it's almost as if our political leaders have been taking notes and doing it the way they're doing it, you know, covering everything up. Now, we all know that that's not entirely true. There's always been some form of whitewashing throughout the course of history, particularly um, over the Native Americans. You know, when they weren't run out, they were weaseled out through uh, treaties and uh, they were snubbed off. And um, with those same treaties to be um, to be swindled, you know. Also, uh, the uh, also after emancipation, where slaves were freed to be citizens, but at the same time, you know, they held this great uh, Amer the U.S. held this great reputation for being a free slaving country. While at the same time, uh, hiring former slaves 
and African Americans while paying them very little and not taking care of them at all. You know, but because they've got their, their right to be Amer free American citizens, you know, they, they, you know, they went ahead and just, you know, carried on with their normal crap, putting uh, black Africans back into the, the, um, the fields. And again, with uh, some without any pay and, and under cruel punishments. Now, this is just one subject, but it brings me to an entirely different subject altogether. Nevertheless, on the same level of whitewashing. Okay. Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator. Apple TV has got these journalists. <laughs> has got these journalists. That are claiming that Abraham Lincoln is not the great emancipator because emancipation was a cause that was fought for even before he was born. And I believe that. It does make sense. Um, there, were, there were people like Frederick Douglass who was around at the time of Abraham Lincoln who was fighting for uh, emancipation, you know, his entire life. And it, so it makes sense. But to to think, and there were many others, but to think that all those others, uh, to recognize all those others, you have to strip Abraham Lincoln. And let me remind you, the president who authorized the Emancipation Proclamation and signed it into law, to think that we have to strip him of his credit Simply because Frederick Douglass and other people uh, did their part is just as ridiculous as ignoring Frederick Douglass and all the others who did their part just because Abraham Lincoln signed the proclamation into law. Okay? Everybody's trying to talk currently and at, at this day and age, the date now of this of this show is for uh, February 17, 2022. And for the past couple of years, it turns out there's some journalists that have been stripping Abraham Lincoln of, of all of his good deeds uh, by way of title and, uh, and the, uh, the, you know, the details that he's earned. Again, it's it's dumb and I, I I personally do not appreciate it. I am a Latin American of indigenous descent, of Mesoamerican indigenous descent. My family lineage might have played a small role on either side of of the uh, of the enemy lines, you know, of this subject. But then again, my family lineage might not have been a part of it at all. But whether it was or wasn't a footnote, more than likely just a footnote in history, even I know better than to be disrespectful to the U.S. President Abraham Lincoln simply because he wasn't the first and simply because he was just one aspect 
to an entire cause that eventually wound up becoming successful in abolishing slavery in the U.S. You know, even I'm more respectful than this. I don't understand why everybody else wants to look at something like this and and strip him of his title. That makes no sense to me in, in any way, shape, or form. Now, still calling him the great emancipator while acknowledging everybody else's role is not a problem either. I really, and, and technically is the best solution out of this so-called dilemma, the so-called uh, uh, revealance of false information or whatever, you know, I don't know what it is that they're trying to do. What I can see, I'll tell you what I do see, I see these journalists getting Abraham Lincoln confused with I see Abraham Lincoln getting confused, uh, getting them confused with the whitewashing of po political and corruption that's going on right now with our banks. And that's just not right. So. So, um. And I think that's wrong. I don't think it's right. I think um, I think that this really needs to stop with this whole truth digging stuff, especially if it's going as far as stripping somebody of the title that they earned. In this case, Abraham Lincoln, he earned that title. You know, he might not have done it immediately, and it wasn't his original goal. But nevertheless, you know, he was the president that got it done. Screw details and most definitely throw out the window the idea that we should erase the great emancipator title that he earned simply because there were others that took part into it. You know, he wasn't around when, you know, other classes and all this stuff got a chance for voting rights. You know, he, but that's not what we're giving him. That's not the title that he's been given. He's been given the title of the great emancipator for the Emancipation Proclamation that he put into law. And for the record, abolishing slavery was just that one step that came with the actual whitewashing in America, which was, yes, we're making products that people around the world are buying off of the backs of slaves, but slavery is legal, so there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. That also was whitewashing. And that's what I'm talking about when I say these journalists are getting confused. They're getting their their they're getting confused and thinking that just because 
just because there were more than than Abraham Lincoln that took part in the emancipation emancipation movement that that he should be stripped of his title as the great emancipator you're getting your lines crossed there people and you need a you need to get back into realignment you got to pull it in now it's time to pull it in So right now we got uh, people like Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> who's uh, who's fighting the uh, the whitewashing corruption, and I love it. Uh, I love that woman. I wish she was the one that became president, because she was the one with her hands in in the dud in the mud with everybody else that's been testifying, pulling up info and data being forced into witness protection in some cases or just plain leaving the country because of all the death threats and all this other stuff but at the same time warren stays right here she say, stays put in america using her political title as you know uh finance and economical surveyor and investigator she investigates Wells Fargo. She investigates all these banks, Citibank, and and uh, and everything else, along with uh, along with uh, Wall Street and investors. She investigates them. Has representatives come to court, where she asks them, "Why are you making so much money and not paying your fair share to the country?" the way this was supposed to be by design all the wealth that you were supposed to accumulate and calculate and all this stuff was technically supposed to be for the benefit for america and you're not doing that why those questions right there set a firestorm of demonizations all the way up to president trump labeling her pocahontas you know but dude that is nothing but mad respect in my eyes you know how dare you and all this stuff how dare you ask what to do with my money and 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 what i have or haven't paid and all this other crap and you know the fines and fees that i was supposed to pay that i didn't how dare you ask about this i love it i love it i love their outrage i love their attitude i love their freaking all these telltale signs that say i'm corrupt I work at Wall Street, I work with the banks, and I'm dicking over everybody, and up until now, I was getting away with it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because that's all I'm seeing. That's all That's all that they're saying whenever they get to court, okay? Whenever they get to court, and whenever they face somebody like Warren, who just asked them those simple questions, where's the money, and why haven't you... Uh, why hasn't your profits benefited your country the way it was supposed to be by design? That's all she's asking. And that's <laughs> and the outrageousness of it all is incredible. So when I saw her uh, uh, in this article, you know, talking about whitewashed corruption and the swindling that Wall Streeters and, and, and all this are doing, under laws provided by Congress or members of the government, you know, on both sides of the aisle, Democrat and Republican, you know, 
with the COVID-19 situation, you know, being predicted, being predicted just in time for the investors and bankers and members of the government to pull out their share of stocks and have us normal people suffer the repercussions, job loss, having to change our ways of living, having to find new ways of living, having to abide by the mask mandate, the uh, the the hygiene, all the products that we spend on hygiene, all the products that we're spending, all the time that we're doing with social distancing and the time that it that stopped in having to deal with this coordination of it all uh, and the vaccines having to stop to make the time to get our shots and all this other crap instead of doing the old school, what we normally do, schedule everything out, get this done, head over to that place, get this taken care of, go over to there, take this and have the kids uh, in bed by, by nine. You know, all this crap that we normally did before COVID, you know, it's not all been thrown right out the window, jumbled up, if not just simply just plain halted to a standstill. But they all profited off of it. They made big freaking money. And it was the heads up of, you know, the COVID-19, the oncoming problems of COVID-19 that, uh, that made this happen, that made our lives halt, that made them make profit. And all of that is under certain rules and legislative, uh, past legislative uh, uh, st uh, issues and laws that allowed the bankers and the investors and politicians to do this legally. It was a 100% let's keep this sign of danger to ourselves profit off it while everybody else gets the middle finger and there's a lot of people that literally believe well that makes them great business people except that it really doesn't because that's not only discriminative towards the people it's discriminative towards the people that are investors themselves remember these are these are high class these are banks not necessarily the employees that work for the banks. These are, this is Wall Street, not all of Wall Street investors. This is politicians and only politicians who have been with those investors and these particular banks. Not the workers, certainly not the, uh, the, the individual investors. So how in the world are you, the voter, not butted out of this? Okay, nobody told you to pull out your stocks if you have them. That's if you even have them. But I'm willing to bet if you have them, nobody told you to pull out your stocks and sell. Not, before, not, not because of COVID is on the way. Nobody told you that. No. They discriminated against you as well. They left you to get stuck in a rut with the rest of us out here.
okay? And that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the corruption. And they did it legally, so that's the whitewashed corruption. And that's the thing that I like about Elizabeth Warren that's very easily willing to point that out, you know. And as long as she's got any kind of, what I've noticed, as long as she's got any kind of political power, she'll put it to good use. This is damn good use. This is damn good knowledge and information passed down to all of us. Hence the reason why I've, I've, I've really wanted her to win more than... Um, Obama or even Biden, you know, I really wanted, or Clay, uh, Hillary, I liked Hillary, but I, I loved Warren, Warren was just better, <laughs> Warren is just better, plain and simple, Hillary was cool, you know, she was a great speaker and everything back when she was the first lady, but at the same time, she came with some problems, and technically, she really didn't have much to cry about. Not with the Clinton Foundation raking in hundreds of millions of dollars through charitable donations. And don't get me wrong, she put it to good use. Despite the fact that occasionally, like in, uh, I forgot what country it was. I think it was uh, uh, Nairobi or, or uh, Sierra Leone, where she would shake hands with the president of that African uh, state or country. And uh, she, would, she would shake hands with them. Uh, the president of that country and that president of that country was uh, on the side taking bribes from uh, from um, conflict diamond uh, organizations you know there they were inoculating diseased children you know bringing them back to health out in the public eye while shaking hands with American uh, uh, you know contributors like the Clintons but at the same time, they were they were taking uh, money bribes from corrupt organizations, and that wound up putting a big tint. Uh, that wound up tainting the Clinton image. But you know, in a in a way, they're still not hurting. They're still doing good, as sure as they're still doing good for the people, for the people all over the world. You know. It's great that they inoculate the children from, you know, the malaria and, and now COVID, you know. I think back then it was just uh, malaria uh, while contributing to uh, um, uh, the, the disease the, and the, and the uh, HIV infected. Um, now they're, they're still doing that, but now they're also including uh, COVID uh, problems. And that's fantastic. You know, it's that's great that the foundation is doing that. You know, so technically, she shouldn't be too upset with the simple fact that she that she lost the election for president of the United States. And I and I understand that that's a big, you know, that's you know, I understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, suck it up, Buttercup. But not by no means am I saying that. Okay, I understand that that this is a big deal being president of the United States of America is a big deal. What I am saying is that she really isn't hurting because of that. Not too much. It is a disappointment. I'm sure her heart broke. She had every reason to go wandering through the woods like the way the testimony of the photograph 
the eyewitness uh, filming of it uh, took place. Uh, she was wandering in the woods to herself, collecting her thoughts and all this stuff, like some kind of, you know, uh, uh, world traveler, whatever, you know. And, and that was great. That was, you know, that was good for her, you know, because she's still back on her feet. But uh, back to the elections, you know, I, I voted for her, but that was just simply because she wound up making it to the primaries. I wished, I wished in actuality, Elizabeth Warren made it to the primaries. She would have definitely gotten my vote because she's got mad respect in my eyes for being able to withstand all the pressures that come with investigating the banks, investigating the bullcrap from the uh, investors, investigating politicians who are in league with Wall Street investments and the banks uh, and that are doing this kind of crap, whether it be as, as something as a phenomenon of uh, a coronavirus spreading rapidly throughout our country or something as uh, minor but still just as scandalous as Enron back in uh, back in the day. Um, I think back in the late 90s. As Enron, where it's just this big investment, investment, growing investment, but at the same time losing the money because of all the corruption of everybody uh, at the top just, you know, greedily taking everything while leaving everybody underneath them and everybody out in the uh, in the public invested with them, leaving them out, you know, uh, with a big middle finger to their face, you know. For somebody like Warren to investigate all of these from that oddball phenomenon to your typical corporate corruption and then to top it all off with political uh, politicians that put investments into this, you know, and profited off of the pain of everybody else. Um, you know, she's, she's got mad respect for me. She's under a lot of pressure. She's been a lot of hate. She's undergoing a lot of hate mail, a lot of uh, people that want her dead, you know, but she's still going. And I love that. I love that. I love that about this woman, about this person, this good person. Um, so, uh, but that's the deal right there. That's what started this whole thing, this whitewashing corruption thing and how we're tackling it, how she's tackling it and how people like me are, you know, we're keeping on the sidelines watching. I'm trying to get myself on the 50 yard line to see how how this turns out you know I'm trying to get myself in the at least the third row to see how uh, to, to, to watch the match that's about to take place you know if and when she does get this anti-whitewashing corruption um, bill passed you know or law into effect you know uh, I can't wait I can't wait to see what happens uh, I hope uh, but I, I hear her I heard her speech I read I read her stuff and uh, I'm uh, I'm just going to be sitting, waiting and watching. And I hope you guys are also. Um, hopefully there's a, a real cool throwdown. But I'm hoping for an easy throwdown. I'm hoping for uh, Warren to get what she wants. Uh, because as quick as lightning, because of the simple fact that it starts a whole scrambling of crap amongst the banks amongst the investors and now in 2022 amongst politicians 
who are in ties with, who are hand in hand with the investors of Wall Street and uh, and the bankers, you know, the corporations of Wall Street, you know. Um, yeah, going to see a lot of demonizing. We're going to see a lot of uh, 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 name calling. Uh, we're going to see a lot of deniers. We're going to see a lot of halos uh, polished uh, and a lot of uh, in, invisible ink and, and paint over the devil horns that are holding up that halo that's that's very polished uh we're gonna see a lot of uh we're gonna see a lot of great promos uh saying this company did this great thing and there's gonna be another mexican going my mother was sick and these companies saved me and these companies saved my mother's life and this company did real good. I'm forever in debt to this company. You know, like the way they always do. Because um, nobody plays it better than a, than a dang, uh, dang Mexican. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they know real well to, to go to my, my, uh, my ethnicity. My uh, Latinos. My Latinos really know how to do it well. You know. Oh, these, these, you know, I just think Lord Jesus, I think Jesus that, you know, that uh, Halliburton was there for me. What? The weapons makers. Halliburton was there for me. They understand me. You know, all the way down to uh, McDonald's commercials, you know. Oh, yes. Doing a difference for the community. Making a difference. I like to make a difference for the community. That's why I work in McDonald's. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. You know they're going to be putting on the shiniest halo. That gleaming, glowing light is going to be uh, one of their heat lamps. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you know it's going to happen. You know, but none of it is going to happen until Warren gets her way. Okay, so we want to want to keep our fingers crossed, and we want to keep our fingers. We want Warren to, to to be successful. We want everybody that's on her side to be successful and getting this across, so that way we could start um, we could start seeing them sweat for a change. <laughs> All right, we're coming up to thirty five minutes, the shortest I think I've ever done on this anchor podcast. Um, so y'all take care y'all take it easy please stay safe out there um remember COVID-19 mutated to the Delta variant which was just a, a way of saying that it's clingier than the original form which mutated to Omicron which meant it was Delta variant but spreads faster than the Delta variant uh and then BA2 which is Omicron that uh, is more difficult to detect. Okay, that's the latest one. BA2 is more difficult to detect. It's still Omicron. It's still the latest mutation, but it's more difficult to detect. <laughs> um, so your frustrations are understood. I understand completely, um, but I'm still practicing to be safe. And I'm hoping all of you all are too. 
to hell with anti-mask mandates, mask mandates, anti-mask mandates. You know what? The leaders, the politicians, and the and the uh, scientists, they're doing everything that they can. You know, let them, but at the same time, let them while we, you and I, stay safe. Okay? Let them. You know, there's a reason why we still use the uh, safety to our handguns, okay? And even though it's in our holster all day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We have it on safety because it's our responsibility and it's not bad way to be safe. There's a reason why we have our... our knives and long knives in their sheaths because it doesn't hurt to have your blade from you know high risk of cutting you i have a blade and i keep it in the sheath it's a long knife i keep it in the sheath and i don't unsheath it at all and i don't leave it lying around life blade open i've got a pocket knife also i keep it folded and I keep it clipped inside my pocket. Why? Because it doesn't hurt to be safe. Plain and simple. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop with that, and uh, I'm gonna take off. Y'all take care. Um, for those of you that haven't heard me before, this is Chris with Chris's comments, a show of common sense on common ground, which is the reason why everything that I'm telling you is sort of very easily and understandable and not so controversial and not so doomsday and not so propagandized and not so anything. It's not anything. It's just common sense on common ground for you and me because that's technically what we are. We're common sense on common ground kind of people. Uh, and that's the sole reason for coming to my show. For those of you that have been listening and throwing your uh, your info, sharing your info, uh, whether it's agreed upon or not, or whether or not I have to, you know, make the claim uh, with uh, with facts, or whether or not I'm actually broadcasting the same facts that you're telling me, uh, you know, welcome back. I'm glad to be back here for you, and uh, hope to see and hear from you again. Um, I'm thinking maybe later on to go with a. Uh, public, like, don't get me wrong, I go on YouTube, but I, I don't really have a show. I'm just throwing my comments out there, pretty much like the way I'm doing it with this uh, podcast. Uh, but uh, who knows? We'll, we'll see about it. Uh, I'm going to, you know, we'll see. I'll look into it and all that good stuff. Right now, I'm just living, uh, working for a living, no differently than you are. Hence, the, another reason for this show and why you know, I'm here. We're just, we're just people doing what we do. Um, so, um, who knows? I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking about doing a show, but what I'm noticing is that it's a little difficult because in order to know what I'm saying and talking to you guys, I have to do a little bit of research and I am really nothing like a journalist. Uh, it's, it's quite uh, comical if you was to actually see me, uh, uh, researching everything, uh, you know, trying to keep my eyelids open. Uh, all of a sudden, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, I'm I'm researching, researching, and then all of a sudden, damn, I'm hungry. You know, um, and then you know, I mean, it's just it's just messed up. 
you know, me trying to get this like a professional that would do this for actual living. Uh, but that's the deal right there. Uh, I'm looking into it. Who knows? For all I know, this is this is all that I can do because it's all that I can do. Okay. Um, uh, for right now, uh, it's good to be broadcasting to you guys again. I hope whoever you are on the other side of the screen, on the other side of the uh, speaker, um, I hope you're doing well. And I hope you uh, keep taking care of yourself and each other. All right. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.